Good afternoon. My name is Jehazio Valeriano, and this podcast is on the modality principle. The modality principle referred to in our text, according to Clark and Mayer, is the most researched principle that the authors have, have investigated, page 113. From this information, we can honestly say that this principle is vital and can be implemented in the classroom following any model, asynchronous or synchronous. The modality principle, in the words of our author, present words as audio narration rather than on-screen text, page 113. This principle challenges the current notion of presenting words or directions just through visual representation. What is needed according to the modality principle is the audio narration of the word or set of directions instead of the overwhelming visual representation of what we're trying to teach. What is key to understand is that if one tries to use the modality principle and have high visual cues along with it, the simulation may be overwhelming to young learners and or older learners as well. When students hear the words continuously, their attention spans can be focused on it and higher retention and learning of the word or direction can be done. The benefits to this principle is one that includes cognitive and psychological elements. It is imperative to know that learners need constant simulation to be engaged within the classroom. However, we must not overwhelm the students. What is a benefit to following the modality principle is that it challenges educators from drawing away from the preaching and or PowerPoint model. Contrary to popular belief, such models do not work well with students as they process massive amounts of information through different senses that can lead to overwhelming feelings. According to the modality principle, students can actually have full autonomy of the narration and or audio recording of the words or directions, meaning they can pace themselves and stop when necessary if they do not understand a certain part of the text. This is key and a massive benefit as if a teacher was to simply just preach out the, preach the information, a learner may or may not understand it and maybe need a pause in the lecture or just a break within um, the passage, readers who, readers and or students who partake in the modality principle and actually have that freedom to pace themselves. This principle can work greatly with reluctant readers or ESL readers that need the repetitive sound of new words or um, directions to form cognitive connections and a better understanding of the text and or passage. However, a massive watch out is that we do not need to apply such principle in every lesson. For example, if the lesson, or excuse me, if the if the text is too long, or as our authors state, when the words are technical, unfamiliar, not in the learner's native language, or needed for future reference, page 127, we should not be using the modality principle. There are still variables that we don't know about using the modality principle. And another major watch out is to think that further research, further research is not needed. Clark and Mayer state and question us, do the benefits of audio narration decrease over time? Page 127. From such a quote and on page 127, our authors state out a series of questions that begs further research. 
We may wonder if the benefits of audio narration could truly benefit younger grades rather than high school or maybe post-secondary. What if our audio narration can only can benefit a certain group of learners rather than the entire population? The research is ongoing and one must be perceptible to where it leads us as educators. A way that I would implement this principle is the following. At the beginning of the school year, I like to introduce my freshmen to the MLA format. It is imperative that they get this format down from the early ages, or should I say from the early years in their high school career. Instead of just lecturing and presenting visually what they need to do continuously as well as they forget throughout mid school year, how to formulate their paper in MLA format, I would do the following. Following the modality or principle, I would actually record or screen record the directions as to how to format an MLA paper or even APA paper at that. Within the screen video, I will edit it so that they will have the my voice as an audio that's playing back the directions that are needed to create their format. So for example, the video would state, please open up, uh, go to your Google Drive and put open open a Google Docs from a format. Once they do that, it would be step two, please choose MLA format. Step three, please insert your credentials and or name and information to create the MLA formatted paper. And I would actually film the process or should I, should I say screen record the process. However, the use of audio narration is going to be key as these small clips of me actually doing or completing the MLA formatted paper will not be overly stimulating um, my students. It'll be small snippets and the narration will do the heavy task. Now I plan to just do four to five steps if I was to do this lesson. Four to five steps of audio narration. I believe anything beyond that can be overwhelming and turn off my students and disengage them. Again, this video will be a resource and it will be loaded, it will be uploaded in our Google Classroom where students can always access that. Even if they forget, let's say the following week, they know that it's there and they can click on the video and learn on and learn it on their own time. That's the great thing about the modality principle. My students can be um, at home and follow the video and pace themselves to truly understand it. And then they can inherently help others as they already have a full understanding of the MLA formatted paper. To continue with the lesson, I would make sure that students would will watch the video and make sure that they go through all the steps along with the audio recording that is within the video. And at the end of class, they will have to make sure that they that their response to whatever chapter follows MLA format to the exact way in which I require them to do. This is how I would actually implement the modality principle to a lesson. Now, I believe it is imperative for students, again, to understand that this way of learning is not necessarily a one size fits all. But as educators, we can present them with this avenue or this principle and allow for a foster, 
a creative manner in which they learn, but also to foster that intellect in a different avenue as well. This is my podcast on the modality of principle. If you have any questions or concerns, please feel free to reach out to me. I hope you have a good day.